Hello, you're listening to interviews from 91.3 FM WTSR radio station at the College of New Jersey. My name is Nancy Bound. Classrooms might be remote for longer than expected, but arts education continues to be a priority and improve well-being throughout New Jersey. Arts Ed New Jersey, an organization that works to improve policy for the arts in New Jersey public schools, recently hosted the 40th Annual Governor's Awards for Arts Education over the summer, virtually, as well as continued important initiatives in the classrooms. Join us with Programs Manager Priscilla Hopkins-Smith and Award nominees Jocelyn Jeffries and Jasmine Livingston as we discuss their background in the arts and how they continue to endorse arts education during the coronavirus. How has the quarantine um, shifted your abilities to perform your art forms? Has it been difficult to be able to continue practicing and so forth? For me specifically, it has been different, Mm -hmm. I guess, because I'm so used to traveling and going state to state to perform and stuff and do different um, gigs and opportunities. So being home all the time, it does mean those opportunities are kind of non-existent. But however, I have been really trying to work through that problem by using technology a lot. We have a lot of social platforms, YouTube, Instagram. And so I can still put out what I need to say through the internet. And I've actually found out that it's almost easier to do so that way because you have such a broader audience. Um, for me, I do film and I, I prefer live action, though animation is fun. I just I can't draw very well um, and uh, stop motion takes forever. So I, I've been doing a little bit of that and really reaching out and trying to get a little bit more into the animation field while I'm at home with no one else. Um, but I really love live action. So what I've been trying to do is, is make as many scripts as possible and as many storyboards as possible and get all the pre-production done. So when I am out and about with other people allowed to go places with more than 10 people or whatever it may end up being, um, I'll have this storage of screenplays and scripts that I can have ready to go to just pr- produce, 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 produce. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. So Priscilla, for you, um, as, a, as a member of Arts Ed New Jersey and as a coordinator, how has arts education translated to online classrooms? Like how have you been able to s- like survey that a bit? There's a lot of work right now going on about getting our educators, administrators, everybody on the same page about what's to come. New Jersey learning standards for visual and performing arts uh, were overhauled and redefined. uh, And they will be implemented in the curriculum uh, for September 2021. So um, uh, what it will look like when schools reopen and uh, to learn from each other about um, different ways that people have used different technologies to still do arts education and to provide a quality education in the arts. So for Jocelyn and uh, Jasmine, you're both still in high school. How has, uh, do you take art classes? Like how, have, how has that translated, like from the student's perspective, like in your classes and doing art? So for me personally, I just graduated this year. Um, <laughs> from high school. Congrats. Um, thank you. 
but while I was in school, I definitely did take a lot of different art classes, ranging from choir to theater arts. But I think what the most impressive part of that was, was the fact that you didn't really have to take the class if it couldn't fit in your schedule, because there were so many after-school clubs and extracurriculars that were implemented at our school that you were really able to get a well-rounded sort of learning that way as well. So we have competition teams, we have musicals and plays, we have our thespian troupe, which I'm the proud vice president of. Um, So there's a lot of different organizations that we have that makes it really easy for anyone to get involved, regardless of your schedule. Um, to follow up on that, I absolutely agree with what you said. I um, I took theater arts in my freshman year, and then I kind of petered out with taking um, arts classes because I really wanted to challenge myself with more AP courses and like more intense, um, non-fun courses, I guess. And so I really got to have the community and be part of the arts through my my extracurriculars, like Jasmine said. And I'm the secretary of um, the Thespian Society, uh, the Thespian Troop. And stuff like that is is what I thrive in personally. And that's what I think is great about the arts is that you can have so many layers of leadership and you can have so many layers of disciplines with the arts when you have both the classes and the extracurriculars. Do you find that the extracurriculars have still been able to like meet up after like during quarantine hours or like has it has it still been a presence in your school today? It actually has um, about a week ago or a week and some change ago. We had a Zoom call for thespians where we had all of our members come back and we all sat down and we just talked about what we learned throughout the year, what we hope to do next year. Um, how we're going to plan different events if it does happen to be that we're still inside. And it was just really nice for us to get together and just talk things through. I think that um, although all most of the musicals um, were canceled or postponed or had something happen to them, we still got to be together through the Zoom meeting and then also... Um, with all the texting and all of like group me and, and that sort of social media, we get to still contact each other and we still get to do projects together and we still get to plan for next year. Like um, I'm in NJDFL and I already have um, some plans with certain people because I'm during, during this quarantine, I was like, okay, I'm going to take initiative and make plans for next year. So I think that's a great thing with it is that you can make plans while you're in the quarantine for next year. And that's one of the main things that happened with me with the extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quarantine has certainly been a good time for reflection and kind of planning like and practicing. So I guess like for everyone, um, the, for this next question, do you find that art programs are receiving more attention and more importance? Or do you think they're still... Do you think they're taken for granted in the school setting? Like, is it something that not everyone has the opportunity to express? I feel like they kind of still are taken for granted, but only because I feel as though people don't see how many 
different opportunities are within it. Because I know a lot of people who play sports and who believe there's like, there's no space for me in that area. And there's a lot of people who write who believe there's no space for me in that area. And I feel like if we were able to showcase that whatever your talent is, whatever your gift is, there's a way for you to fit in the, the performing arts world. I feel like that would better enhance it and help people to understand that there's a space for you. Like performing arts is for everyone. Yeah. Um, I absolutely agree with that. Um, I'm in film and I, I, when I first started doing film and I started doing props, I was like, oh no, I'm not gonna fit in with my friends who I was with before. And it had a learning curve, of course, just getting used to being myself with other people. But I was, I became comfortable because thespians and, and, and performing arts and, and all of it is just so inclusive with no matter what discipline you're in, no matter what your sexuality is, your gender, your race, no matter what, like it, it goes even past what you can literally do arts wise, which is just so fascinating and, and wonderful. Uh, I'll chime in. So before the uh, the quarantine happened, uh, New Jersey was the first state to uh, accomplish universal access in uh, arts education, which is a, a big thing uh, nationally. Um, and you know we're still we're still we're still doing that. Um, we want to make sure that all schools have access and participation in, in arts education. Um, now, the next thing is to make sure it's quality arts education and that it's quality sequential learning and that it fits with the art standards. Um, and this will be rolling into the, you know, to make sure this happens uh, in the upcoming school years. Um, do people take for granted? There are myths. There are a lot of myths. And through the Arts Ed Now campaign, we have some uh, some infographics that directly address the, the myths related to arts education. Um, people think, you know, in all over that the arts can be a luxury. But I think the quarantine has highlighted something really important that when this event, when this happened, the arts were the first to step up. The arts are what brought everyone together. The arts are what brought a sense of community when we couldn't come together. The arts gave us outlets. They provided uh, emotional support. They provided um, all kinds of outlets for everyone. And everyone went to the arts. Everyone was sharing. You know, when this first happened, everyone was sharing the in Italy, the instruments they were playing on the balconies and, you know, applauding that the communities were coming together. And then we were seeing it locally. And then we were seeing the classrooms coming together and making these uh, inspirational performances. And every month on our, our newsletter and on our social media, every week on our social media, we highlight these virtual performances that are just completely inspiring. And as we go into the next school year, we will see that the arts aligned with social emotional learning will be very important. And uh, on, on our site, we talk about that, uh, that we are now uh, aligning social emotional learning with the arts because this is a 
it, it's it's an international crisis, you know, this pandemic. And through the arts is how we heal and how we become a community and how we can support each other. And uh, we'll see in our schools the alignment of social emotional learning with arts education. And that will be our vehicle to help the healing and help the learning. Do you find that New Jersey has played a particularly special part in your arts education and like awareness? Because I know, um, Priscilla, you mentioned that New Jersey is one of the like the leading um, states to really recognize the importance in arts education. Have you guys noticed in the classroom or like a particular like kind of influence, I guess, that New the state itself has played in inspiration to your art form? For me specifically, um, before I moved to New Jersey, I used to live in Philadelphia and in New York. So I've been a lot of different places. And when I was there, of course, art was still something that I was really proud of and still really wanted to do. But it was very different. It was almost as if I had to go underground to find it. Like it was the underground beauty of art. But in New Jersey, it feels like everything's out in the out in the open it's big everyone wants it um and the programs that i'm finding here the initiatives the opportunities it's incredible it's really nice to see people express their art with their chest and be really proud of what they're doing and feeling like i don't need to hide it i don't need to run away from it it's like something that i can tell people that i do and i'm excited about uh, as New Jerseyans, we boast our art amongst other things like our blueberries, but um, <laughs> we boast our art and it's so awesome. I um, got into film by taking a film camp in Cape May and I just am so inspired by New Jersey and all of our landmarks and the people here because we're such a, a smorgasbord of people and such a smorgasbord of, of different areas and it's just such a right place for brilliance and i i've never lived anywhere but here um and i can say uh that my theater experience and and visual arts experience in high school and uh just to add i went to the same high school that jocelyn and jasmine go to uh and i have the same teachers that they have and well some of them. <laughs> and, um, my experience in high school, because it's the only one I knew in New Jersey, uh, and through my theater experience and visual arts experience is what led me ultimately to pursue communications and pursue, uh, you know, degrees in arts administration. And, um, you, you know, there was, there was, mom I was the shy kid in school, um, I pushed my boundaries. I made sure that I made it to senior year, which was directing a play. Um, that was my ultimate goal. Um, and I did that. And I was really proud of myself. And I knew when I pushed myself to do that, that I could push myself to do anything. Because uh, that was something I thought was unachievable because I was so shy and, you know, the stage was very intimidating. And uh, so I take that with me now when I'm doing presentations in front of hundreds of people um, back to my senior year in high school of doing my plays and whatnot. And uh, I, I do believe that 
you know, the experience that I got in my New Jersey high school is what uh, led me to my career and helps me do my job every day. So that's really an important factor of the governor's awards in arts education. Uh, arts education in New Jersey, the healing powers, and all the items you've talked about, you know, uh, what it means to you, the, important, the importance now more than ever. We have a bunch of alumni voices that are now journalists, that are uh, doctors, that are uh, in different fields. And just because they didn't become a artist per se, didn't mean that their arts education didn't propel them in the careers and, and paths that they've chosen. That through the arts education that you're receiving at your New Jersey schools uh, are, are essential. The arts are essential and those skill sets uh, can lead to the next leaders. Thank you for listening. I'm Nancy Bound reporting for WTSR. And as always, we remind you to open your mind.